Schmidt, Executive Editor of Farm Equipment. Welcome to Farm Equipment's Used Equipment Remarketing Roadmaps podcast. In this episode, host Casey Seymour of Moving Iron LLC and Aaron Fintel discuss what happened in the used equipment market during April and the first half of May. Before we head over to Casey, I wanted to thank our sponsor, Premus by Basic Software, for making this series possible. Are you tired of not having the ability to access your business outside of the office? Premus by Basic Software System is a web-based responsive software that puts your business in your hands with full access from anywhere, anytime. No limited apps and no other connections are required, just internet access. Wouldn't you love to see the data you want with one simple click or tap? With Premus, customize your views to show exactly what you want to see when you want to see it. And the system's multiple layers of data allow you to go deeper with your information. Premus truly is your business system in your pocket. To learn more, visit www.basic-software.com slash Premus. If this is your first time listening, you can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or TuneIn Radio. By subscribing, you're alerted when each new episode is released. All right, let's get things going. Here's Casey and Aaron discussing what's happening in the market. We're going to talk about what's going on here in the month of May, month over month as to what happened in the month of April, kind of give a state of the union of where the numbers lie and what, what looks like. So from... Although April, the numbers don't lie. They don't lie. So there's that. Sure. So from April 1st through May 1st, kind of break down what happened here and what we see happening as well as what the current market state looks like. So today is May 14th, 2021, and we're going to go through here briefly and kind of talk about what we see happening one fun fact is that this is to the day, the four-year anniversary of the Moving Iron Podcast. So four years today ago today, Moving Iron Podcast came out and had a bunch of incoherent ramblings on that first Changed episode. the world. I don't know if it did that. Changed the world. I don't know that it did that. Happy birthday yeah. to you. It's in. It's definitely a thing. So today, the Moving Iron Podcast will take four shots. There for, you go. For its... Uh, for its birthday, so when you use a tumbler, yeah. I think they quit calling those shots. Well, it's it's not so much the uh, the the size of the drink; it's it's the speed, it's the number. You know what I oh, mean? So right. I'm gonna have four shots. I didn't tell you how big, uh, what the volume of those four shots. Correct. Be, right? There you go. So you know, devils in the details. You know, what they say. <laughs> there you go. All right. So Aaron, what is first off? How you been? I've been terrific. I think. If I was any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> I think I think if it's safe to say that the uh, the market now is even hotter than it was last month. If you are walking in the world of used equipment, I highly recommend one of those solar suits. Yeah. It is Whether you're hot. smelting iron yep. or perousing the world of used tractors, yep. please wear that. Reflective metal suit. Yep, that is it's scorching. That is definitely the truth. There's plenty of uh, plenty of things going on there. We're starting to see some movement combines. We saw some movement in the month of you know in March last month uh, between March and or March first and April first. We saw some movement combines. Nothing too crazy though. Was, we saw some of the of that dip and some of that move there year over year. But we've seen some gain in the combine marketplace here of late. So. Since the 1st of January, we have seen 88 combines get removed off of the the listing sites, right? We've seen right. 100 of them. Move. Now, one thing being said, if you go back and look at the beginning of March, there were 11,756 combines on the market. Gross. 
Today, there's, there is uh, 11,275 combines on the market. That's actually up 96 combines from what we saw last month, right? And we know why. In our part of the world, mm-hmm. that's when the wheat machines get delivered is right now. You're exactly right. So We, uh, had, next point. we had 10 of the 96 ourselves. Right. I know yeah. that. Yep. So we have... Wheat machines are hitting the ground, new ones are, so those trades are starting to come in, which did, did erode away some of that gain that we've had. But to be real honest with you, if you go back to August of 14, the combine marketplace has never gotten below 11,000 for very long. Oh, thank right? God. You know what I mean? It's always kind of hovered around that 11,000 to $11,500, $11,500 11, mark. $11,500. That yeah. would buy you a lot of the 11,300 combines. Yeah. I thought we were at an auction there for a second. I thought I needed to, to yell out a bit. <laughs> but, but we were, you know, if you take a look at, at at that, not surprising. I wouldn't I wouldn't be too alarmed by that at all. I mean, it's just one of those things that it's that time of the year. We're going to start seeing it tail off and trickle off here, especially after planting season is done, especially when it comes to late model low-iron combines that are out there. Right? Crystal ball, folks, combines are red, red, red hot right now. Right. So <clears throat> that number is going to go down quite a bit. It's gonna and it's gonna go down in a hurry. I think anything that's worth getting now is is gonna be sold. And to be honest with you, a lot of these combines that are probably showing up on Tractor House right now, um, and Machine Repeat and other websites as well are going to be. Um, some of those might already be sold. They just haven't processed the paperwork yet. Correct. You know what I mean. So we're gonna see we're gonna see some some stuff take off and run here. Well, and much like tractors, hell, you got trade on a trade on a trade, and right. somebody forgot to pull something off the internet. Exactly. It happens every day. Exactly. Another thing that, that is wicked hot, abnormally hot, I would say, comparative to the last couple of years of sprayers. Apparently something in Boston. Yeah. It's wicked hot. <laughs> it's wicked hot, man. It's wicked hot. Yeah. Sprays is hot. I like those same Adams commercials. Yeah. Your cousin from Bass. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> So, so you have uh, month over month. So let's take a look at this. So, if you go back to January first, seven hundred and forty-four sprayers have been removed off the marketplace. A hundred, a hundred and three of which were removed between March, April first, and March and May first. Sorry. Um, so a good again, that's a good run considering the volume of machines. Considering the volume of machines that it takes to put a hundred and three. Off the off the units there, so absolutely. The crazy thing about that is, there's only two thousand nine hundred forty one in April, two thousand eight hundred thirty eight in May. So that's a big chunk. That is a that is five percent of the market is no longer available for sale. So that shows you kind of how hot that is. All right, so let's roll down here and take a look at the floaters and where we're at on that floaters. Um, again, not something that we would technically see um expect to see this time of year to have a big move but typically those are a a last half of the year january february march kind of that top dressing week thing that's kind of when you start seeing those kind of pop up and get hot yeah but you get a lot of the the april 1st may 1st that's going to be a hot time for hay ground pasture that kind of stuff i never thought which yeah yeah floaters specifically the old floater trucks right. those are or the red ones yellow ones whatever those are the only thing you want to take out in the pasture right. and more and more guys there's less and less pasture in the world right especially when we're dealing with 
commodity prices now. Right. Every day, I guarantee you, grass comes out yep. wherever they can find it. That's exactly right. And so you got to take that into account, too. Yep. There's less grass. What grass there is, guys are going to kind of pump up a little bit because it's what they got. Right. And that's 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 a good point. And think about that part of it. That's true. So month over month, um, from April to May, six hundred and sixty seven in April, six forty six in May, which that's a month over month change of twenty one. And you know, if you look at from January first to now, hundred and five machines will come off the market. So it's a pretty big swing. I mean that's that's something that that's definitely worth paying attention to, especially when you're looking at what's that? 15% almost, a little, little under 15% that you're doing there. So now, the hottest player on the marketplace right now, hot, 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 so hot you can't hardly touch it. That's what Real I'm talking about. Real crop tractors. <laughs> okay. So the hottest thing on the market right now, obviously, is it's tractors, not a big shock to anybody here that, that that is what we're looking at. If you look at 175 horsepower and greater tractors, um, since January 1st, 3,429 machines have come off uh, of listing sites. That's a high of 13,230 down to, that was back in January 1st. May 1st, there were 9,801, right? Now, the bigger part of that is, the even more exciting part of that is that um, in the month of April to the month of May, and from April 1st to May 1st, 1,036 machines have been taken off the listing site. Dude. That is astronomical. That's a bunch, man. 1,000 trackers. Yeah. 1,036. Now, if you look at, and from March to April, 1,352 machines got taken off the websites as well as, and then another 1,036 got taken off in the same time frame. So tractor market is at this pace, and there's, well, that's almost 2,900. That's almost 3,000 tractors in two months. Right. So at this pace, if we keep maintaining the same pace at the fat, at the rate that we're going, we're going to run out of tractors in seven months. Yeah. So if you're in the business of Belgians, Clydesdales, mules, <laughs> get ready, boys. Yeah. The glory days are coming back. So the, the thing about this is there aren't enough new machines refeeding feeding the supply. To make to make this no, difference happen, no, not to make even a difference. Remotely close. So, this could be like soybeans. We're out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. right. <laughs> so, this is going to be an interesting one to watch. So, drill down a little bit and take a look at this, and let's see where. Remember when we used to eat bacon fed by soybean <laughs> meal instead of celery? <laughs> <laughs> if you drill down and start looking at where where the hot spots are and where the cold spots are. It, there aren't there aren't many cold spots. What's the there. coldest spot? The coldest Tell America. spot right now is that I know this is going to shock everybody. <laughs> it's seven right? R, isn't it? Well, I mean the seven Rs are there, but really where you see the cold spots are the models that that translate back to that twelve to fourteen model era. Oh, right. That's where you see. Really? I mean, I know you're shocked by that, right? But if you, well, look, I kind of am because. That falls into that 2,000, 4,000 we talk mm -hmm. about so much. That is the hottest of the hot. Right. So if you look at some of the stuff right now, for example, like here's an example, 8310R, right? If you look at that from January 1st till May 1st, they, there was a gain of 46 machines. Makes in that, sense. In that realm. But month over month, there was, you took 10 off the marketplace, right? 
So if you, just the way that the way that whole thing kind of works and runs together. So it's picking up steam. So some of these things that we show that are kind of, I mean, they're, they're long in the tooth right now, but they're starting to find find some homes. And I think it goes back to that 4,000 to 5,000 kind of level tractor. And the guys now that want to buy those machines are like, I, got my, I planted, things look good, things are popping up. Market's still, I mean, going crazy. This week has been a week full of profit-taking. I mean, guys were like, all right, cool. It got up to seven I'm going to go ahead and take my profit now. Right. Run it back down. Then we'll just do it all over again, right? So there, there's some stuff there. And I, I don't know that we're going to see a, a bunch of change there than what, more than what we've seen here in, in the past. I think you're going to see that same cycle. Run up, run down, run up, run down, run up, run down. And these huge swings in the day, right? Some of the hot spots are like, okay, here's a pretty common tractor that everyone has a lot of and people are looking for, like the 8360R. You've taken 55 off since the first, the first of the year, but month over month, you've gained three. So that's a, that's a, that's a wash. Right? God, look at 370s. I know. 370s, you've, you took 128 off and you took another 23 off month over month. And 245s. 245s, yep. Which that's, you know, that's another one too that, that is a hot and cold tractor. Yeah. Typically. It's very cyclical. It yeah. is so cyclical. Sometimes you cannot have enough 235, 245, 250. Right. And sometimes one is too many. Will sit for a right. year. Right now, so far, the way it looks since the first of the year, we've taken off 146 units off the websites, and we have about 17 month over month that have been taken off as well of that. We'll get back to Casey and Aaron in a moment, but first I wanted to pause to thank our sponsor, Primus by Basic Software. To learn more about what Primus can do for your dealership, visit www.basic-software.com Primus. Now back to Casey and Aaron as they continue their discussion on what's currently happening in the used equipment market and what things might look like a little later in the year. There's some things there that, that are worth paying attention to. So let's jump down and take a look at the four-wheel drive marketplace, what it looks like. Really no hot spots there. I mean, no hot spots, no real cold spots. Everything's pretty consistent. What you would expect to see based over, you you know, since the first year to where we're at now. The only one that's showing up right now that is a static kind of gainer, and that's a 9.5, like that that 500 horsepower tractor, right? Um, the smaller five. The smaller five, Because yeah. if you're buying a five, you buy the bigger five. Right. Exactly right. Not much change in that one year over year. We're at zero. Um, we started out at 66 the first of the year. We're down to 66 now. Same thing. We had a high spot of 74 um, in, in the middle there. So I don't know. It, it's it, but we've we've gained 10 cents um, month over month. So nothing I would be too concerned about because again, horsepower is going to become a bigger thing because now people are going to start looking at some of these. I think the trend line of of high-speed vertical tillage, high-speed disc, those kind of things, upgrading that tillage piece in the fall are going to start driving bigger oh, yeah. drive power. Yeah. So there's a good opportunity there. The shocking, the, the one I found to be the most shocking to me, that struck out to me, I'm like, wow, I did not expect that, are the RXs, right? They are, and you would, I guess, with the perceived notion of I've got some cash in my pocket. Like, right. You know, I'm going to go out and spend some money on those, but – if you look at a 920RX... Everybody went to town and got their four-track. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. So <laughs> since the first of the year, we've taken 10 off, and we've taken 13 off month over month. So there's some there's some pretty big 
spike there because it's kind of bounced along at that 150 to 155 range throughout the year, and now we're mm-hmm. down, we're down over month over month. So I think there's there's something to pay attention to there. So needless to say, folks, I'm I'm, I'm interested to see what happens next month. Uh, this this tractor market is is something that is going to be uh, definitely worth. Um, paying attention to and watching, especially as things continue to grow and we continue to move down this path of, of when are these newer, when you, you know, later model tractors are going to start showing up right. and start coming in. That's when that, you might see a bulge here from July to August, September, when when a lot of new stuff starts hitting the marketplace. You can see... Uh, July 1st so, to October 1st. Yeah, you, you can see a, a kind of a, a peak drawback. But even at that matter, I mean, there's a lot of tractors coming off the market, man. Oh, so, yeah. I don't, yeah. It's going to be a... And you got to think about the volume here. I mean, it's not like there's not any, used, any new machines coming in here that are bringing trades in. Right. So if, I got to think for every, every one of these tractors getting taken off, there's probably four or five that have a trade in. So there's so every fifth machine doesn't have a trade in type of thing, you know. Right. And I'm speculating on that number, so don't. I'm just using that for an example. I don't know that for a fact. So, um, next one down is everyone's favorite, one of my favorites, one that I've come to know and love. It's the uh, it's the cornheads. Okay. So cornheads are <laughs> cornheads. Cornheads are year. Since the first of January till beginning of May, 196 units have come off the off the listing pages. Month over month, I'm sorry, we've gained 196 machines. Month over month, we're down 42. Now, when I look at that thing, I, I, I question how many machines in order for that to grow like that. Where it's a lot of corn heads to be sold this early in the year. It's the same in. place the combines are coming from. Right. It's just. It's a, the harvesters all have corn heads too, man. I know, but I mean, it's just you wouldn't think that you would see because it's been a steady incline all the way through. Like it's never dipped down. It's always just been where combines go up and down and up and down. These corn heads are going straight up. Like the inventory is just growing now till the forty till the forty two till we are now. So it would be interesting to see what happens. And I guess too. Again, this is a time frame when you'd expect to see some of that. We're starting kind of that harvest mentality right. starting to kind of creep in. That's why combines are getting hotter. Good, good, good point. Good point, Aaron. Good point. It's not just yeah. wheat guys buying combines. A lot of, a lot of 893s or yeah, 643 high 10, yeah. no oil bath. Yeah, they're all they're bringing it right now. Hand over fist, baby. <laughs> Hand over fist. Planners, another thing that's, uh, you know, no, no big surprise there. Planners are going to get updated in this in this time frame that we're in. Since the first of January, we have taken uh, 865 units off of the market. Month over month, 183. So someone's really late to the picture if they're wanting to, to, yeah, to buy their. Yeah, I'm now. glad I didn't sell one of those planners. <laughs> That's going to be a lot of <coughs> right. So a lot of planners are getting getting taken off the marketplace. So. I'd be interested to see to watch that because typically post harvest or post harvest post planning is another big spike for used planters to be to be sold. So right, yep. I could continue. We could continue to see this trend line develop, and that's what that could year. be. That could be a lot of post planning. Yeah. Yep. He's planting currently planting with his trade in. He right. bought Bob's trade in. Bob right. is 
they know Bob's getting a new one right. in a few days. Yep, that's that's true. So, good point there. All right, self-propelled forage harvesters. Shockingly, these have been a pretty steady market here this year. If you look at from January 1st to May 1st, 43 units have been taken off. There are 1,119 units as of um, May 1st. Um, I would I would think that that would grow a little bit going into um, where we're at now because, again, a lot of these choppers are getting delivered now for that first cutting of haylage. Yeah, of yeah. I kind of think and that would be there some driving factors there. Other than you would think those should have hit in April, you would think. You would think, yeah. But they, you see the big drop. Some of what of a drop between March and, and April, but not much. I mean, it's. Uh, but here's something to keep six in mind. Units. Yeah. I sold three choppers myself. Yeah. Not a one had a trade. Yeah, there you go. They all had trades. All those, they kept them. When did you sell all of them? Uh, like this month, May? No, April. April, okay. All right. So that's, you know, I'm just yeah. saying, case in point, there you go. Yep. So that's the listings for the machines that are out there now, what that looks like. So with the exception of nothing, everything has has removed more machines off month over month than they did the previous month. So we are we're heading in unless you're combine. Combines grew, but it's seasonality too. We'd expect but combines are gonna start plumping back off <clears throat> yeah. too. Yeah. Real fat. We're gonna be in a big mm-hmm. thank God down spike. On yep. that number, agreed. Through May here, agreed. by the time May closes out, <clears throat> all right. So, so you'll have to listen next month <laughs> and find out what happened to combines. <laughs> so now, if you take a look at the three hundred plus, so if you're going from one seventy five to three hundred horsepower tractors, what that looks like, the hour ranges again are something I pay close attention to. Like I told you guys um, in the past. The hour range where is starting to kind of creep up towards the front of the hour cycle, right? So if you're looking at those machines right now, getting more lower hour tractors, more lower hour tractors are starting to fill in. So for example, that 500 to a thousand um, range, right now, if you look across all all manufacturers that are out there, um, you are looking at 836 units have have crept their way into that so um that's that's a different that's a different number than that was there in the past last month we talked about this the 2000 a thousand hour range was still pretty heavy um and even that 4000 plus hour range was even heavier and those have pretty well thinned out and we're starting to see some more low hour tradings come in into play right now right um now if you Come back down here to four-wheel drives, four-wheel drive tractors um, again. That again, that's pretty shocking. It, there's a uh, that same five hundred to a thousand hour range is the biggest, the biggest man definitely chunk of tractors. You know, yep, by threefold in a lot of cases. Yep, there are one hundred eighty-two tractors out there, and there's not probably fifty or sixty in some of these other other uh, other ranges across the board. So right, it's a uh, pretty that tells a, i think that tells a pretty important story there we're starting to see this is what everyone's trading in you know what else you see so. the 15 to 3 
Right. Is your lowest numbers. Yep. That's what, that's the one everybody is buying. Yep. Yep. And we're starting. That's your second, that's your second dude. Right. Your second or third guy. So we're seeing guys that are trading in probably a tractor with two to three seasons on it. And in some cases, it could be a one year old machine. That 500 plus to 1,000. Oh, wait. We had $7 corn again for um, a few days. Yeah. That is the guy trading a Farmall M <laughs> for that 1,500-hour 9R. Right. Yeah, so you're starting to see some there. But it looks like to me that a lot of trade-ins are coming in in that 500 to 1,000 range. That's where that – and those guys are probably buying new ones. Exactly. They hit a lick. They hit a lick. Exactly right. All right, combines. Combines, pretty – my favorite word to use, homogenous across the uh, homogen uh, across the the spectrum here. Um, still, the biggest bulk of machines are between one thousand separator or engine hours to three thousand engine hours. Um, that's where the biggest bulk of units are lying. And one thousand to two thousand for yeah, damn sure. For yeah, for yeah. So those, those each one of those equal are about mirror each other in the number of units that are there. Um, the two thousand to twenty five hundred to three thousand range, again, it's big numbers there as well. Again, those are all going to correlate to two thousand twelve, two thousand fourteen, and fifteen, maybe even some sixteen model machines in there. That's where you've seen that biggest biggest chunk of those machines come in and play. So. Nothing, not a lot's changed there. Um, I just think things have just, they've reloaded some stuff out there. Again, that 500 to 1500 hour range, 2000 hour range, those are what people, I think that's what people are trading in. And that's what you're starting to see some of these late model machines and some new machines are getting delivered. That's what, that's what they're trading in. Yep. Continue to grow there. All right. Sprayers. Um, not much change from last month. Last month, if you go back and listen to what we talked about, the hour, the number of units in the hour range are going to be primarily in the same spot. I mean, that front end of the of the the hour range, that zero to like two thousand hour range, that's where all the machines are playing. And you know, nothing's really changed on the backside. That you get down below that, and there's hardly anything out there that's got you know four thousand, three thousand hours on it. You know why? Why is that? Two things. Seems to me. When a guy, the guy who buys the two thousand plus hour sprayer, mm-hmm. you know, you don't see that thing again till right. it's four. Yeah, and when it's four, it no longer resides in America. Right, that's true. Yeah. That's what that's what keeps that ching 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 down on down the ranks. I like that sound effect. That's nice. That's really nice. Yeah, I just had to throw it in there. There's <laughs> four <laughs> harvesters again. Just because of the sheer number of what we have out there, that that market does grow and it does flex, but there are way more machines. It's just they're pretty well even. So from 500 to 1,000, there's 35, um, plus the rest of them here. So there is 58, um, and then there are another 58-ish machines. Let's see, 100 machines there. Then that thousand to fifteen hundred range, there are fifty eight. I mean, so it's pretty much everything's between hundred and hundred and fifty per per segment, all the way down from from five hundred to a thousand, all the way down to roughly three thousand hour machines. So that's there's a pretty good 
turn there, I would say that's that's why that's saying so so even is that there's a, a pretty even amount of guys that are trading up, trading up, trading up, trading up, and those machines are just staying right in a row, locked up to each other. So yep. So needless to say, there are plenty of um things out there right now that are they're just moving that are hot. You know, there's nothing out there that I can say that nothing that brings tears currently. No. No. So I think there's an option for a lot of folks to, again, if you've got something that is in one of these hour ranges that there are a lot of machines in, don't be discouraged by that because right now is the time to move and clean up whatever you got on your farm that you're wanting to update. Yep. Whether it's new or late model or you just want to go from 2,000 hours to 1500 hours or a thousand hours or something like that. If you just want to upgrade hours, I mean, this is the time to do that. You know, if you're going to take your 7,000 hour 8420 and turn it into a, you know, 2500 hour 8360R, this is your time to do that. Yep. If you can find it. If you can find it. If you do find it, do not sit on your hands. Exactly. (laughs) Move fast. Move fast. Exactly. What do you want for that? Okay. Sounds great. And, you know, one of the clarifying note here, I want to make sure everybody understands when, I, when we're talking about these numbers, is that this this numbers that we're putting out, this is, these are for the U.S. and Canada, right? This is, this is what's out in North America. So um, make sure, you know, go out and look at Tractor House, Machine Repeat, all those, and, and do your research and, and see what's out there. But um, there's plenty of good quality equipment out there. When you find it, though... Just like Aaron said, turn and burn because you're going to have to make things happen. Yep. Definitely make things happen. We haven't done a deal of the week for a while, and that's because, quite frankly, everything we have is a deal right now. <laughs> I mean, we don't have, if it's on the lot, it's yeah, a deal. There's not a lot of lot of stuff to pick through. Um, but there are we do have a, a good assortment of some late-model, low-hour tractors that just came in. Um, that's a great opportunity to, to upgrade to some stuff. When I mean late model and low hour, I mean like low houred, like just a two hundred hours, just a few hundred hours on them, and yep. and less. So if you're interested in something like that, make sure you give give Aaron a call here, and he can point you in the right direction. So Aaron, if you people wanted to get a hold of you about some of these late model tractors, what's the best way to do that? That was a beautiful ramp up. Mm-hmm. That was that was gorgeous. Best way to get a hold of me. Call or text 308-760-1193. And as you might expect with the current market, please leave a message if I don't catch you. I'm also pretty active on the Twitterverse, at AARonFintel. You can catch me there, um, shoot me a message, what have you. Let it rip. Right on. And I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. I want to say thanks to everybody that listens to this podcast. I know you got a lot of other podcasts that you can listen to and and a lot of different things out there and when i get people that ask questions about stuff or you know hit me up on twitter or whatever it is about stuff that's going on you know it's pretty cool to know that that people are listening to this podcast and are taking away some information from it that that uh it's helping them in a decision making process that they're doing so um it's been four great years of a lot of fun and i couldn't have done it without all the people that have been a part of it you know all the all the guests I've had on over the years and especially Aaron, you know, as much as he's on here, um, it's been a, it's been a fun, a fun journey. And I hope, uh, hope we get to keep doing it. And, and, uh, I just want to say thanks to all the sponsors that have been a part of this, you know, uh, Axon Tire and Tractor Zoom and 
and Dawson Tyre and those guys throughout the years, you know, I, I really appreciate all the support that I've, that I've gotten from everybody. So um, with that, I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Fennell. Let's go with some iron, folks. Thanks, Casey and Aaron, and thanks again to Primus by Basic Software for sponsoring this podcast. We've got even more used equipment remarketing resources that we're sending your way. In addition to this podcast, we're also tapping into Casey's expertise across all our informational channels. Find more from him in, in the print magazine and on farm-equipment.com slash expert. And you can keep up on the latest industry news by registering online to receive our free newsletters. Visit www.farm-equipment.com. And if you're interested in attending this year's Dealership Mind Summit, head over to dealershipmindsummit.com to register. For Casey and Aaron, as well as our entire staff here at Farm Equipment, I'm Kim Schmidt. Thanks for listening.